Welcome back to another episode of the Dat Fitness Business Podcast. Tom Blackman with Dan Smith. Hello, Dan. How are you? <clears throat> hey, Tom. I'm good, thanks. Good. good. How's, how's fatherhood? I know I ask you that every single time, but it is new. It's still exciting, still relevant. Yeah. It's great. Went to a, I took him to his first beer festival at the weekend. Good. Get him yeah. started early. Loving it. He was loving yeah. it. Yeah. He, um, yeah, it was good. It, it then, uh, <laughs> well, he slept for most of it, but still, that's not the point. That's what but, I do when I go to beer festivals. Like one pint and then I sleep for the rest of it. <laughs> that's as that actually this is a bit of a tangent, but that's how I feel after one pint now, because not really drinking at all. I didn't really drink anyway. Like I wouldn't say I was a seasoned drinker, mm. more of a binge drinker. Right? But then <laughs> even that's got less. So then when I have one drink, I'm like, oh, a bit tipsy. Um, mm. so like you had these cards and you had to fill out um the rugby positions, and it was like because it was a rugby club, it was like fill out, well, complete the card and everything. So I completed the card, which I was quite impressed with, you know. And then the, the next day, I felt all right. I felt actually all right. So, yeah. Excellent. So I, I, I managed to catch the sun again <laughs> yesterday. Do you know what's annoying is I went out, I thought, oh, I've checked the weather, not very sunny. Okay, fine. So I didn't take a hat, went out, and of course, and it was cold as well. So I took a hoodie. And then, of course, when we're walking around this place, which has no cover, but sun's sun's right out. And I was, I was just saying to Sam, I was, I'm going to get sunburned. So I had no hat, nothing. And I come back and I'm lobstered up again. So, yeah. Mad, isn't it? Like, you, you never tan, never, ever in your life. Right. I do I do slightly tan, but because I'm so fair, I, I literally just go red and then white again. <laughs> and have pain in between. <laughs> So yeah, all, all the negatives, but none of the positives. Of, of, yeah, yeah. Inside. I mean, even if I put like, I mean, when I go on holiday, I have to put like factor fifty sun cream on. Now I'm okay. I can I, I can do factor thirty, but I'll have factor thirty on all day. Not tan. What? Not not burn if I got the factor thirty on because I didn't put it on yesterday. But but just like yeah, I'm just um I'm just not blessed with tanning. That's <laughs> not one of my skills. Oh man. Uh. Yeah. So, yeah, so now I look like, oh, people say, oh, are you all right? Because they know I had a heart attack. You, you okay? Yeah. <laughs> look a little bit red. You know, is your blood pressure okay? Yeah. <laughs> this is because I've been a spaz and not worn suntan cream or hat in the sun. So I haven't got a heart condition. I've got a brain condition, which stops me, gets me sunburned all the time. Well, be careful. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm a bad example. So anyway, so today we're talking about um, discounts. and. Uh, discounts for your coaching when to give a discount should you give a discount um is there is there a right time to give a discount or should you give them at all you know in your coaching should we charge everyone even our family full price three grand for seven days you know so that's that's gonna be the topic of today and, and it is it is something which which comes up a lot um certainly with people asking me oh should we do introductory prices you know i've had i've had a gym for 13 years and the amount of people I've had asking me for discounts just because they know me or whatever is uh, is interesting. So um, so I've had a lot of requests for discounts. So I've got some thoughts on that. What about you? Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's definitely something that comes up a lot. And we were saying before, I think, and this is just me generalizing a little bit, but more more times than not, the coaches who are like really decent coaches really know their craft really care really look after their clients and they're really empathetic and 
um, normally are the ones where they just feel like they can't uh, charge the, an adequate price for what they do mm-hmm. or they feel like they need to discount things all the time when they need to be giving people offers so i think it'd be an important one to, to dig into why that's maybe not a good idea that as well so um this reminded me of something in not in the fitness space but in um in like the music scene uh dj world and where people will like djs will constantly get as you as you kind of get higher and higher up in the in the rankings of djism um you you get more and more you attract more attention right and you get more messages to say like hey can you uh um can you can you get me guest list at this at club night and all this and there's people who who are like your sisters aunties dogs cousins friends start messaging you going hey i know you're saying so can you kind of have a discount can we have guest list and i just think it's just it's like a similar thing it's slightly different but it just made me think about that um and ultimately if i've got a friend who's got a business i'm going in and i'm I'm paying them full price like that's that's how I work that's how mm. my head works I don't want you to give me a discount because oh I know you from somewhere or it, it should be that way so I think it's something as a small business owner that and obviously coaches small business owners is that you only really get when you have your own business because before I opened the gym I was I was very much oh, I wonder if I can get a discount wherever I'm going you know get the best price whatever and I'm, I'm sure a lot of people think that way as soon as I opened my own gym and I had my coaching business and then you're asking people, oh, you know, what's the membership for cash? Or they're asking you, what's the membership for cash? What's the what's the price for this? Oh, you know, I, I know you. What's the price? What's your mates rates? And you just think, do you know what? Shouldn't you be paying me because you're my friend? I don't I don't mind if there's something else I can do, some bonus I can give. But why should I be giving away money just because you're my friend, just because I know you? You know, I've got, obviously, if you see dad or something like that, a little bit different. But, you know, I've got a lot of friends. Should I give them all discounts at my gym so then I can't pay the bills? Am I unreasonable for not giving them a discount? Uh, and then not, and then arguably, you wouldn't be able to do, you wouldn't be able to give them a coach anyway because you would have no money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And, uh, and, and I'm the same as you. I always, um, and there are caveats to this, obviously, but I've always... If someone said, oh, we can do your job, I'm like, okay, what's the price? And and sometimes when they say about, oh, we can give you this price, this, I said, what's your price? You know, I'm coming to you because I trust you to do the job, not because I think you're going to give me a discount. That That's the reason I've come to you is you're my friend and yeah. I know you can do the job. I've um, also, I, I think, and it's a good point that, because after over the years, I've now invested in various things to help me develop and um, and grow. I've always then based that off, right? I'm already, I'm already invested in this because of other reasons that we've talked about on other podcasts where you just build, you know, okay, this person can help me. They're the right person for me. And then you're, you're already, you've already made the decision. You're paid, paid into that. Uh, and so you, you already expect that. I'm not going on to those calls and then I'm going, yeah. So do you think we could do like a little, little bit of a discount? Right. Like, one, I would be sick in my mouth a little bit. I think if I said that, uh, it just doesn't, it doesn't come out. <laughs> maybe, maybe I should be more like that. I don't know, but um, it doesn't feel comfortable to me. It feels a little bit weird. Um, if someone is doing a good job and I know they can help me, I want to pay them what it's worth for them mm. to then be on my side to help me out. So that's how I think about it. Yeah, I mean, there's um, like we said, there are caveats to this. So, um, for example, is at the gym there are a number of people who come to uh, come to the gym who train at the gym who we give complimentary memberships to. 
And the reason they get complimentary memberships is because they put a lot back into the gym. So they help with the maintenance. So if you've got an event, they help with that. Or there's some sort of um, exchange of trades. So there's people who do say work for us. And because the, the amount would be comparable to us paying them and then them having a gym membership, they we just say, okay, let's finally just do a comp, let's just let's just do a gym membership. It just it just works out fine. That's fine because that's a fair exchange of trades. There's a fair exchange of skills, isn't it? Or or uh, or value, you know. But if there's if there's none of that, if someone just rocks up to gym and say, Oh, Tom, you know, we used to be friends years and years ago. Uh, how about free membership? I'd just be like, no. Because why, yes, you're my friend, but our friendship doesn't mean that then I essentially give you £400 worth of gym membership. Are you going to give me £400 of what you do for a living for free? Oh, no. Because I like, even sometimes I can't, it's not (laughs) that exchange. But I always think, why is it always, it must be even certain types of people who just think like that and they're just like always asking for discounts. I know there are people like that because I definitely remember. Uh, one from the fire service always always asking he had the fucking he won't watch this i don't think anyway but yeah he had the app like the app where you walk around and it would just ping up like oh there's a discount here I don't oh, know group one or something yeah group one yeah um and then always like striving for all the bargains and stuff and i'm like oh, i get it to an extent but then there's certain times where you just think uh you know this is what i want to do or this is what i want to achieve or i want to pay for this thing yeah there are there are instances so for example when we've had contracts come into tender at the gym i've negotiated the best contracts but now that they're say for example actually i won't go into it because we've had one just recently who i did a did a really good deal for but i won't i won't go into it um but basically uh we were essentially renewing a contract and they were trying to put the price up And and i said well hold on the price originally included the labor for installing these things. And over that time, you've not replaced the equipment. And yes, you're providing the service charge, but you haven't replaced any of the equipment. It's the same equipment. So because it's a higher arrangement, yeah, lease arrangement. So why is that price going up? Because there's no labor now. The equipment's old. So it's not worth the same as it, it was before. The servicing, yes, that's potentially gone up. But then we don't we just have the servicing in place because we have to have it in place in case anything breaks. So why is the price going up? And we negotiated, eventually got the price down and got some additions and everything else. But that was a, that's, that's part of the game. When you go out to tender with people, when like, so when you go into a car showroom, you know, part of the game, they're trying to get the best commission. You're trying to get the best price and you settle somewhere in between, which is a good, good outcome for both sides. Yeah. Yeah. And I know there's people who's going, oh, you know, bag of cash, give me a Ferrari. Okay, not everyone's like that. Everyone, people, a lot of people are like, I want to get the best deal. And you have to feel as though you've got a good deal. And the salesman has to feel as though he's worked for it. If it just, here's a bag of cash, give me a car. Okay, you've got a bag of cash and a nice bit of commission. But I think salesmen, certainly salesmen I work, I, I, I talk to, they want to feel as though they've they've worked and got the sale and achieved something rather than, or it's nice. Someone just come in and dump a bag of cash and you know, take a car. Yeah, maybe that's where I, I'm. That's a real example of why I'm not. Like, I bought my my recent car off purely off of the the, the nostalgia factor, and um, it's 
it's kind of limited qualities like in terms of limited qualities no i mean in terms it was like a limited um run of this car and i'm like a sucker of things like that so i'm like oh that's like that that's a car that i have had multiple versions of and i was like oh and i must be like the like you said the opposite of that that guy not that i came in with like loads of money and just went here you go but i'd already bought it in my head (laughs) yeah so, so, so in that respect, you, you want a very specific thing. And that actually does segue nicely into coaching. Well done, Dan. Yeah. Because if someone's coming to work with you, let's say, for example, how many coaches are there in the UK, online coaches? Millions, maybe. You know, at, le- at least 10,000, yeah? yeah? Yeah. And out of all those people that, that this person could have wanted to work with, they decided they want to come and work with you. You know, so all your content, all your... Uh, reinforcement posts all the information you put out all the helpful stuff you put out has steered them towards you yeah so they want a specific a specific service provided by you so in that case they've decided they want to work with you so from my opinion that should be well here's the price to work with me you've already decided you want to work with me because you made the inquiry here's the price to work with me yeah and there shouldn't be a bartering there you know, because they want the desired result, a specific result, like you wanted a specific car. So you weren't bothered about the price. No, you know, I mean, you take it into, because you already, I already knew the price point. So you take it into consideration. Um, and maybe there's examples there in coaching where people know and they understand, well, they know a ballpark, don't they? Mm. Um, well, I've definitely had people uh, approach us for coaching. And in, definitely in the past, I've, I've had conversations around like someone going, yeah, I really want your help. I want to do this. And then, you'll never hear from them again after you go through like here's how here's the price point it'll just be like you just literally it'll be like a ghost gone um which i find is also that's maybe another conversation around like what people's Mm. perception what people see and um what they believe they want and then actually do they really want it they don't really value it enough um but then i've also had conversations where someone's gone yeah yeah cool i really want to get into this i want to do it and then go so yeah we'll talk about mates rates yeah and i've just turned around and gone that there are none like this is the price point and then they've gone yeah. huh okay and and then they'll either they'll either do two things they'll either disappear like a ghost like say or they'll make a joke out of it going oh no 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 joking like, like no you won't <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah yeah it, it's um i i think i think very much it should be you know if you if you want a result and and, and your and your mate is a coach who provides that result then it should be the same as if someone's coming into my gym for, for a membership. You know, you decide, I mean, there's what? In, in, the, in the vicinity of ministry, there is at least four gyms that you could drive to within five minutes. You've made the decision you want to come to ministry. In all those other gyms, you can have a workout, yeah? But you decided you want to come to ministry and train. Thank you very much. Why should I give you a discount? You decided my gym is the gym you want to come to. Or have you decided my gym's the one to come to because you want to get a cheap membership? So yeah. then you're not going to get the result you want because, and here's the sort of psychology of it is that, you know, when, you know, when people, when you know, people, you ask people, well, how much do you think, have you ever done that? Or how much do you think it should be? Say if you say, if you say, oh, the price is, you know, 997 or whatever, and they go, oh, that's a little bit too much. You go, okay, what do you think it should be? Oh, oh 50 pounds, right? For example, yeah. The reason they've said £50 is because that's the amount of money they're comfortable with throwing away if it doesn't work. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they've made a decision in their head. 
look, I can spend this much money. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't really matter because I can afford to throw that money away. It's when you buy something off Amazon, you know, and you're sort of taking a gamble of this is like, this is normally a hundred pound. I'm getting it for 10 pound. I wonder if it's going to be okay. You know, and it comes, it's like, yeah. oh, it doesn't work. All right, I'll just throw it away. I won't return it because it, I'll just, I've, I've, I've wasted that money. I'm happy wasting that money. So that person who's, who's giving you that price and wants a discount, they want to pay less so that if they don't get the result, they don't feel bad about themselves for wasting money. Yeah, that's what I mean. So that whose responsibility does that lie on in terms of have they not seen enough to believe in what you do? Or are they, is that how they just think about monetary exchanges? It's quite, a, yeah. quite complex, actually. Yeah, yeah there's, a lot of, there's a lot of things that come into that, isn't it? I mean, it, I, I, I don't know what you're like, but I don't generally tend to work with friends or family on 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 whatever coaching whatever else i do i don't mind giving help you know like as in you know if, if me and you had a chat and it'd be like oh dan you know can you just help me out with this thing you know or if you come to me and said oh can you help me out with this thing i wouldn't i wouldn't charge you for that because you're my friend but then if it came into like let's get into an actual coaching relationship it potentially there's pitfalls there because yeah. you've got the friendship relationship and then you've got the coach relationship and the two are slightly different because you have to make hard decisions and you have to give sometimes un, uh, unego boosting advice to, to, to people when you're coaching them to get them to where they need to be. And I think with a friend or family, certainly girlfriend, never go there, you know, working with your girlfriend or boyfriend for, you know, for fat loss or something, you know, don't ever do that. Those things, uh, there's, there's already a boundary there. And I don't think, I don't think you should be, uh, Personally, for me anyway, that's not something I'm comfortable doing. No, I, I never did it. And I tried to train. I tried to train with uh, Ashley once, and I'd never do that again. It just, not not for any other reason that it's just, it doesn't work. Like We get on excellent like, outside of that. And then in the in the gym, like, no, it's just not. Yeah. For some reason, it just, it's not the, the way. No. no. And that's cool. But you have to understand that. So... Yeah, I agree. Like friends, family, I've not really, I never really did anything with. Although I would say that, again, I think a lot of coaches maybe get put off by using or approaching friends and family to help them if at the early stages, potentially to help maybe shape some of the stuff or give them some ideas or some um, tests yeah. and things out. And and maybe even to people they might know, because that's that's an important one. Sometimes people will say, I don't want to use my facebook personal page because i've got friends and family on them and like that exactly why you should use it because why why try and convince a stranger over here when you've got people who potentially know who you are so i think there's positives to getting advice and like you say getting some feedback but um in terms of that being your thing as you go through and just working with friends and family all the time i think yeah it it wouldn't be great i would find it very stressful yeah i think it's um it depends on the, it depends on the deepness of that relationship how much time there is there doesn't it and uh, yeah yeah um the, the other the other thing about giving a discount to friends and family is that safe well there's a few things here which we discussed but the first one for me would be resentment so say for example your friend comes along and they say oh can you coach me okay yeah okay it's normally 500 pound now now it's through i'll give you it for 300 pound yeah so you give me a discount so you're working with them for 300 pound but then all your other coaches are 500 pound, for example. Yeah. So all the other people you coach are 500 pound. 
do you mentally you're going to know that you're they're paying you less yeah and and the way it works in business is you, you you're thinking about the cash aren't you you know so you're they're paying you 300 pounds these are the ones are paying you 500 pounds who are the ones that you're going to give priority to if they send you a text message or a phone call you know because we're talking about business relationship and then friendship relationship so if you make phone to you it's paying you 300 pounds and he talks to you for two hours on the phone purely about the coaching and these other people have been waiting you're like hold on mm-hmm. you're not paying me as much as these people and these people are waiting and then does that lead you into giving them a less of a service because they're paying you less absolutely it does but it has to it has to you can't your attention whether you want to even admit it or not you won't even know you will just naturally do it yeah subconsciously like, yeah, yeah like, oh no these people are paying. okay they're going to get prioritized everything is going to be shifted towards them and then what you do is you end up giving a disservice here or it just it's less compared to what you give here and then over time that has a negative impact on your business because they're not then happy with what you're doing so um it kind of brings us into why why you shouldn't really do that in the first place but then if you have got people in different price points thinking about how do i bring them up how do i increase my price points because that's another thing that, but it ties into this a little bit, but I would be having that as an ongoing thing. So if you have people on other prices at regular points, maybe going, Hey, we're going to put the prices up now and do it, you know, do it with enough notice in advance. And, and you should really have that done every year anyway, like prices should be increased. Um, it's probably one for a different talk, but it does tie into this. Like, should you increase your prices and how should you do it? Yeah. Yeah. And also if you are giving, um, if you're giving discounts to your friends or family, or whatever, then that relationship, that friendship relationship gets marred by the fact that they're paying you less and then you're working less hard for them, less hard. But if that's a word, you know, so, so that both sides that happens and it can tar your, your personal relationship with that person because the, the money side of things has come into play there. Yeah. Absolutely. So I think, and, and that's, that's one of the reasons why I don't give, why I don't give discounts for coaching is, is just, you know, no, and I don't work with, don't work with friends who pay me for coaching because it's, I, I would always say, you know, I'm your friend, not your coach. And I would refer on to say you or someone else, you know, I, I wouldn't, I'd say, look, I know a really good coach who can help you. Who's not, you know, he can help you. We can do the same thing. I I always think I always refer people on if it's a a friend or a family because it's just not I don't want that that relationship to be tarred yeah yeah it's a better way of doing it absolutely yeah Yeah. Um, Uh, you had another one about um working with friends and family and the the prices I think uh well like people people doing it it was more (laughs) it was probably linked into that so an example one of the coaches who has uh, has his own studio but also that uh, does some stuff online as well which is building now but the in-person stuff was so there had some people paying him on direct debit some people would just pay cash and then some <laughs> people were like uh transfer like some people who would just i don't know send him pigeons and carriers and or camels camels and, 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 and trades for camels like um but yeah, that's what it felt like. It was like there's so many different things. And what all that did was it added, it just added stress to his workload because not only did he not really know what was coming in, um, mm. 
everything was di at different points everything's coming in different ways and i uh, and as much as it might be nice to go or oh, someone's just giving me a load of cash it's like well that still has to has to be put into the business um <laughs> but but then you also you you save yourself so much stress when you've got everything linked in the same way so everything's going through um like stripe links now everything's coming in through a process everything's on the same time scale so that every single month we can go right cool this is where it's at otherwise if you've got people paying in two weeks here six weeks eight weeks are you like what? how do i start to even comprehend this and all different ways so and i could tell this even from conversations it was like that the, the reason he was so stressed wasn't wasn't because of you know workload as such well it was a little bit but it's because of all these things not being streamlined and it's like streamline everything and we're instantly i've got time back and i'm less stressed and i was like that's another reason to not mm. okay some of it maybe was being discounted but it's just having different people just being uh, too amenable to people and no, i don't worry you can do this don't worry you can do that it's your business otherwise you're letting them run your business it's the same thing you could say about your uh how you run your calendar for calls or whatever if you just let anyone book in any time they're running your business and you're going oh my god it's so stressed i've got calls all the time and like take the bucking back control and <laughs> you do it when you want to do it and like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your shit, yeah. yeah i, I yeah i just think it's it's obvious when you talk through it with someone, but then when it actually happens, it might seem like there's a bit of work to do to get to that because you'll have these feelings of, what if they don't want to do that, or what if they say no, or and you're like, actually, do you know what? That's only in your own head. As soon as you actually put it out there, as long as you do it in a in a, a way that's right, you don't just say, oh, by the way, we're doing this tomorrow. Just mm. say this is what we're doing. The process is changing because of these reasons. Here's how it's going to work. Um, and everyone's like, yeah, cool, no worries. Why didn't you do that ten months earlier? oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and if people don't like it then more than welcome to leave aren't they and yeah it, we had a similar thing at um ministry after lockdown so we um we decided and there were reasons why we decided it wasn't just ease of whatever but there was the reason we decided was to go from memberships because all our memberships people could like we had people paying in cash we had people um paying on, on card every month as in they were just coming and pay on card we had people paying like three months membership, six months membership, and we had direct debits. And we, we was, oh, when I look back on it, I'm like, oh, fuck, that was such a headache. You know, why did I do that for so long? But, and a lot of gym owners do this. They have like 60 different memberships. Oh, to offer some options. All it does is confuse people. Oh, yeah. okay, which membership's right for me? Well, we've got this, 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 this. But it's like, I don't know what membership's right for me. I'm just going to go down the road to Pure Gym. They've got one membership. Yeah. yeah so we changed everything to be there was basically one membership and you could pay either a year up front or monthly yeah so direct debit and we said we're not going to take cash as in for the month fillies you can pay cash for the year obviously but you can't pay you can't come in every month and give you cash over because we found the majority of people who did that were the people who didn't pay like oh oh yeah i'll pay next time i come in they come in there's another member of staff there oh yeah i'll pay next time and they went through all the members of staff and then like two two weeks into the month oh yeah is my membership due i'll pay it now so it starts to now yeah yeah and yeah. any gym owner watching this is gonna go i hate those sorts of people <laughs> because it, it happens in every single gym every single independent gym so what we did when we come back from lockdown because we obviously was restarting again i said right it's only pay up front for the year or direct debits. Like, that's it. That's all the membership's going to do. You know? um, and then people come back. Right, it's direct debits. People are paying cash before it's direct debits. 
Um, okay, fine. And, and it was 99% of people like, okay, fine. Because they were paying, they pay their mobile phone, their sky bill, their car insurance, you know, even car tax now is direct debit, you know? Everyone pays by direct debit. So why, why would logically wouldn't you have a gym membership with direct debit? Yeah. You know, the only person who benefits from cash for a gym membership is the member because they can dick you around for two or three weeks, like trying to get out of paying the gym membership. And then, and then, and then they're training for free. Yeah. 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 And they're the worst type of members. Yeah. It makes sense. So, so, so we, na- we naturally, by doing that, we naturally eliminated some of the members who let's say were probably not a good fit for us. Yeah. And the people who came on board were all happy to pay direct debits because that's what they did normally for their bills. So, the people who couldn't afford the new price, that was fine. Because the people who come on, they could afford the new price, so they can afford to spend more money on supplements and whey and yeah. workouts and stuff. Natural uh, natural selection, isn't it? That's yeah. why I feel like you've got, sometimes coaches will have clients on different payment, different amounts because of the time they've been there or whatever, and then won't want to uh, change that because of fear of them stopping. But mm. I'm also like, like you just mentioned, then if they do stop, what are you going to do with Oh yeah, but then I haven't got that income anymore. Okay, but what have you got back? Shed loads of time, probably mm. more like less stress because, like you said, maybe they're not the best people to deal with. So then all of a sudden you're like, oh, actually, yeah, I could put that into my other clients mm. who are here doing this. And then this thing, there's that fear sometimes of of taking action on that. Well, it's what we talked about before, isn't it? If you've got clients who've been with you for like let's say five years, paying the same price, and now your normal price is like double that. Every time you got a call with him, you're like, this guy's paying me half the money, mm. you know, than my, my other clients are. And you start resenting those calls. You start working less hard for those, for that client. Whereas in, you know, in reality, if you said to him, look, you know, prices have gone up. I've kept them for this, this long for six months or whatever, but it has to go up. Are you, mm. are you cool with that? They're not staying with you because you're a cheap coach. They're staying with you because you're a good coach and the price is okay. Yeah. If the price is going up, they can't afford it. That might be just the natural end to the coaching, you know? Absolutely. But obviously, you know, we, I understand what you're saying about that the money consideration is, especially at the moment, is a real thing people are worried about. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I you, know, you can't deny that, but it doesn't mean that there's that everyone is thinking that or everyone is in that same position. And again, this probably is relevant for this conversation, but people or coaches will think that, because of that's the way that they're they're seeing it, or some one client said that, or one client's left because of these reasons. Okay, cool. That means that every everyone's doing that. And the amount of I haven't had it much so recently, but I did have it a lot. Like it was almost like every week there'd be someone saying, um, "What do you think about this happening here? This cost of living here, or this thing here?" And I'm like, like if you're already in that position where you're you're letting that affect you so much that that's that's what you you portray out so you're you're kind of projecting that and everything you talk about is doom and gloom and everything you put out there is like moaning then don't be surprised if clients see that and leave or no one wants to come work for you because that's what you're positioning yourself as whereas there's plenty of people out there who still value what you do want your help and you just need to be able to show that to them and and now they'll be happy to do it 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 might not be as easy as it once was but like it's still being done <laughs> so yeah it's, t- it's too easy to say that it's too easy to come out with those things i think those um it is it's um it's it, it's too easy to make excuses 
to facilitate maybe a little bit of imposter syndrome or yeah. the um the self-doubt it's it, it's um it's putting the blame on someone else isn't it it's uh, and i don't mean that in a, in, a, in a nasty way or like you know a condescending way it's oh i know i can't do this because of this and actually when you analyze that situation like you just said it's not normally very insular and it's not the real situation but just it's a nice excuse as to why yeah yeah and they're, they're the things that coaches need to probably work on more like that kind of mindset um around that and then and then go okay cool i can i can work on this but it's, it's, that's the hard work really that people don't want to do because like you said it's easier to just go oh, fuck it, no, one, no one's got any money like, no one's no one wants to invest in coaching coaching saturated market saturated like, <laughs> is it i don't think it is like, i don't think it is no, i mean there's certainly a lot of coaches out there but you know when i opened ministry there was eight gyms in the area all, all within five five minutes drive yeah, that's your prime example of how yeah. But what you've done is what coaches should be doing and going, I'm I'm me and I'm I'm her people come work with me because I'm different and that and the right the main reason is this is what I provide and I, I can showcase that. Yeah. Um if you just are uh, like if you were another pure gym and then there's already seven other pure gyms, so like, okay, cool. Maybe it would work. <laughs> yeah, no, and and um what we talked about in previous podcasts about having a USP, having a your yeah. unique selling proposition for your coaching what is it you know if you're just offering the same as all the other coaches do with the same templates and the this that and the other you know five people to do this thing in this amount of time that's all your marketing you you're just not going to stand out you're going to become the pure gym or the snap fitness or all the other ones you know might have to blur that out <laughs> but, but yeah it's, but or, it, i see around me or the and I'm going to come back to gyms again, so I know it's sort of relevant. But around me, on there's all these gyms, and obviously I get their adverts on Instagram because they're doing location based advertising. And I'll scroll through, right? JD Fitness, uh, ten pound first month, no joining fee, right? Couple of scrolls, Snap Fitness, ten pound first month, no joining fee. Scroll, Gym Group, Pure Gym, blah 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 blah. blah. They've all got the same advertising. And none of their advertising is based around what you're going to get as a customer. Our yeah. adverts that we put out are just basically a load of clips from members having a great time in the gym. Yeah. And it when you scroll through and it's like, ah, oh, ten pound, ten pound, ten pound, ten pound. Here's a load of people doing really good stuff, having good times. That that those adverts have actually done really well from us. We I can track the the ROI from it. And we've had more members come back come in because of those adverts. We don't even talk about the price. It's like yeah. there's a load of people really enjoying their fitness. You know? Yeah. And here's the evidence. Nothing about the price, nothing about a joining fee. And when they come in, oh, it's 45 pounds. Okay. Yeah. Because I want that product. But there's again, use it that user-generated content. That's that's freaking huge now. Mm. Um, a slightly different tangent of a topic here, but uh, just shows what why you're standing out against the others well not just that but like you know you've created a, something different and a community and a feel for it um which they can't replicate that atmosphere so yeah, yeah. i mean yeah, before you offer think about offering a discount what what can you do in your coaching to replicate that sort of thing you know and uh, look, prime example of your coaching you have your day um your in-person days meetups hmm. you know and i know there's a lot of coaches who do in-person meetups but all the advertising i see for that is come and make bank, come and make bank, come and make bank. 
And then when you come down to yours, it's like coaches being better coaches, learning. You know, I, I'm because when you see that, oh, make bank, make bank, make bank, make bank, so oh, same bloody guy, same sort of stuff all the time. And when you see your stuff, it's like that's different. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. it, it does. I'm just saying, just it does stand out. Um, because obviously you you probably get the same adverts. I get a lot now of like coaches, coaching coaches adverts, and it's all the same. It's all the same stuff. You know, this person done this. This person done this. And yeah, yeah it's mate bank. Um, yeah, I think I might have filtered out my audience a little bit because I don't see as much, but I still see a few. Uh, yeah, I, I, it, I do get it. Yeah. It's the same reason I keep all the gyms and I subscribe to all the gyms so I can see what the competitors are doing. And it's and literally it's all the same stuff. Um, but but I suppose there's people want to make more money, don't they? So if you've got no other content apart from here's a nice sales funnel to sell someone to to to, to make bank, then that's all you're selling. I even yeah. saw one the other day and it said, um, this is not a mentoring program. This is a, this is a program designed to make you more money. You know, so we're not going to make you better coaches. We're not going to improve how you coach. We're not going to make you into a better coach. We're just going to tell you how to sell more stuff. Now, I appreciate there's a time for that. That should be part of coaching. But also, shouldn't there be some sort of development of how to be a better coach in that in that environment? Yeah, I, I think I saw that one. I saw that as well. Yeah, it's, it's your it was your mate. I won't say it was. It was your mate. Yeah, because yeah. that that that's um, I I experienced that as well. So I know that it is exactly that like that. Because I was I, I remember being um, also like curious. I was like, so there's nothing really here about helping you become better at what you do and improve your 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 coaching and um because all of those skills are going to mean that you're better uh, have a better business because uh, if you can't retain clients it's all right you could just churn through clients all oh, that's a fucking shit way to build a business i would hate that of course well, well that's the um again back to gym model you look at big commercial gyms their model is get as many people through the door as possible hope they never turn up and and just keep their monthly memberships going you know yeah. but their churn rate is high and so is their intake rate so there's loads of people coming in and then loads of people going out yeah now you mention it it's like it's the same thing as like these things are like so in this four to six week period you're going to do this like hack technique mm. and then then you're going to do another one and then and then you'll get another spike and then again and then so like the gym thing is the same isn't it like here's here's this crazy discount with you and get loads of people and here's another one and they don't care whether you come to the gym <laughs> yeah they, they don't care they don't and, and um you know well they hope they hope they don't yeah because some of the stats for some of these gyms like ten thousand members 10,000 people all turned up at once to use the gym. There'd be a bit of an issue there because there certainly isn't 10,000 parking spaces by, you know, in that area. Um, yeah. It's, I mean, in, in terms of attendance rate, I think ministry is we, we get about a third, just over a third of our membership through the door every single day. That's, that's pretty good. <laughs> you know, that's, uh, you know, it's, it, it's, but then our members are active. They, they actually come. And if, if our members don't come, we send them an email saying, hey, we haven't seen you in three weeks. You know, is everything okay? Can we help? Something we can do? You know, yeah. Would you like a consultation? Would you like a diet plan? Would you like this? How can we help you as a gym get the best out of your membership? 
know, and I've had I've had members come back to me after say after sending them out saying, "Oh no, it's all good. I'm just on holiday." But thanks for the thanks for getting in touch. You know, I've had, I've had another another lady was she she was off like around the world traveling. So oh sorry, I forgot to cancel membership. You know, I just kept it going because I was off on holiday. So I was like, oh, okay, maybe I shouldn't have sent you a message. <laughs> but yeah, I mean all 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 these things they're all they're all customer benefits, aren't they? So it's our USP. We actually care about you getting a result. Yeah. But you know, I think I, 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 I'm, I'm going to go on a limb here. I'm pretty sure that if commercial gyms do send out those messages, they're probably very, we missed you. Do you want to come back to the gym? But that's probably if they're maybe if they're lining up to cancel the direct debit. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I don't because I, again, this isn't I went into um, the, one of the gyms I'm member at, uh, commercial gym simply. And it's it's cheap compared to like the independent one. But I went in there, maybe it's last week or the week before. Um, I couldn't get in because they changed the turnstiles and it's like fingerprint now. So I ringed him buzzer and he came out. He's like, yeah. I said, oh, have you, this is all new. He's like, well, how long have you not been here for? Because we did this at Christmas. And I'm like, oh, embarrassing. Like, Thanks for letting me know. Oh, hello. <laughs> so they didn't send you an email or anything to say that? Well, I got. I remember them being something around the time, and then nothing else. So, like you say, it would have been nice to go. Hey, Dan, uh, we see you haven't come down to the gym recently. <laughs> yeah, um, I have been going to the other gym more, but uh, yeah, it's just a bit, a bit of a shock. How embarrassing! School yourself a coach. You don't even train. I, no, I do train. I actually not at the moment too much, but um, it was weird because I made up an excuse. I went, oh yeah, yeah, my, my knee. My knees are bad, but you like, actually made an excuse. I was out. I was out. <laughs> You've been exercise shamed. With the knees, like, oh bad. That's that's that must have been a big big one. I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> that's brilliant. Yeah, I haven't been back yet. Um, <laughs> yeah, you, got, you don't want to go back in case you get shamed again. Oh, come in. We can we can show you. Do you want induction? Do you want to show you how to use the equipment? Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, oh do, do you know? Quick tangent. You know, gym inductions are not there to help you exercise and use equipment. They're there to cover gyms for insurance. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's nothing about gym inductions which help you exercise. It's all about oh, we've shown him how to do the exercises. Now, if he injures himself, we can we can we can say that we showed him so we did. He must have done it wrong. Yeah, I I, I kind of knew that, and then I realized it before actually someone told me that because. Went to the gym here, and they were like, "You need to do an induction." I was like, "You're joking, right?" I, I used to be a member, and now I'm coming mm. back. No, you need to do an induction. I was like, I, "I'm pretty sure I'll be okay," and I, and it'll be a waste of your time. No, no, you need to. So it turned out this PT was like, "You're right. You don't need to do this, really." And I'm like, "That's what I kept saying." Um, do you want me to show you anything? I was like, "Not really." <laughs> you can sign a waiver. So we have, um, or we used to have. I think we still do it, actually. Yeah, we do. We still do. Have, yeah, because we have to have for insurance. Um, so uh, our insurance specifically says that all gym members are given an induction. And I said, well, hold on. A lot of our gym members are experienced bodybuilders and like people who have been training for years. It's just going to waste time. Can we get them to sign a waiver to say, I know how to exercise. I've been exercising for a long period of time. If I'm unsure of any, how to use any of the equipment, I will come and ask before using it. Yeah. And they went, yeah, that's fine. So you can actually sign that waiver, get people to sign that waiver. Um, but we actually offer a class called Launchpad, which if you are a complete like new person to the gym, you can come in and actually do a small person. It's almost it's, well, it is PTing, 
where one of our coaches will, sh- will walk you around, what, what do you want to exercise? Let's do something. And you actually get a PT session rather than, here's a bench press, do the bench press. Here's a leg press, do the leg press. You know, it's like, come on, let's, let's actually exercise. Let's get something out of this. And mm-hmm. all the workouts are in the, um, in the coaching app. So you can actually go around with the coaching app and do it yourself. Yeah. So again, it's our USP. It's like actually wanting people to make get results, yeah. <laughs> which is why we don't offer discounts because like exactly. no other gym does this. <laughs> yeah, that's how it should be. Yeah. Of course it is. But um, yeah, but independent gyms, I think a few of them do do that sort. Of, I mean, I know a few do. Um, the certainly the ones I go to. Yeah, Sorry? the one I go to does. Like yeah. I've never had to do an induction. Plus, if you are um, just coming as a non-member, you still you have to sign, but it's all on the thing. Like. You basically sign and say, I'm okay, I'm not a knob. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because you wouldn't have an induction for a day pass, would you? It's yeah. stupid. Um, but yeah, it's um but but there is a there is um documented cases of people going to gyms, joining up, and they do it serially, they go around different gyms, go there, sign up, and then injure themselves, sort of, go to doctors, get a note, and then they sue the gym. And because the gym hasn't given them that thing for inductions they're essentially guilty of negligence so the insurance company pays out without getting there and the injury could be like i dropped a dumbbell on my foot yeah they're the kind of people you don't want to sign up they'll they'll be asking for discounts yeah yeah exactly yeah so yeah so yeah exactly right you built built them out um cool um i think we've covered a fair bit Um, and come up to time so is there anything you want to add before we finish no i am good Cool. Um, okay, so Dan, where pe- where can people find you on social media uh, or well, or the gym if you train ever? <laughs> find me at the gym. Find me at the gym <laughs> every six oh, months. <laughs> uh, no, I'm at Strong, Strong Collective, Dan Strong Collective, anywhere you'll find me. Cool. And I best for me is Tom Blackman Coach on YouTube or Instagram. Um, Dan, thanks very much for today, and I'll chat to you on the next podcast. Thank you. Bye-bye.